good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Naked Pastor, the show that is all about you and your questions regarding faith, God, the Bible, and religion. So please remember, this is a call-in show. It's a live show, so you are more than welcome to call in, or if you prefer, type in your question. Please do me a favor and uh, hit on the like button or the follow button, as well as share on the bottom of your app. You'll find a little square where you can share it to your friends on uh, on WhatsApp or Facebook or whatever platform you feel if you are enjoying the show. So tonight we're talking about uh, speaking in tongues. Is that something real? Is that something that really happens? Or are there thousands and thousands of crazy people out there that um, speak in a funny language because they're trying to be in, you know, and just fit in with some social groups. So as we kick off the show, let me give you an introduction of it and um, where I am from and what's happening regarding this. First of all, I've had people talk to me, say, well, that gift's not for me, it's not for everybody, and, there's, and I get all confused between uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, and then obviously the gift of the Holy Spirit regarding that. So, here it goes. Okay, in Matthew 3.11, and in Luke 3.16, Jesus, the scripture says, He, Jesus, will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. In John, the, uh, uh, sorry, in Mark 1.8, John the Baptist, I have baptized you with water, but He, that is Jesus, will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. John 1.33, he on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain. So you've got to go to the baptism of Jesus when he got baptized. Remember, then the heavens went open. A dove, the, the Holy Spirit, like in the form of a dove, came to sit on him. And the Father spoke, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Okay, so that guy on whom you see the Spirit descend, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now, Acts 1.5. So the question comes in here, is this word baptism, remember we spoke about baptism last week, the word baptisto to be submerged um, completely once in the name of Jesus. Is this word used in the same context is it the same word yes it is so we can deduce that the word baptism here has the same meaning in both contexts in the first context water is the element in which the person is baptized whereas in the second context the holy spirit is the element in which the person is baptized however jesus christ is the baptized with the Holy Spirit. He is the one that baptizes you. So it's no man that can baptize you with the Holy Spirit. That is basically the function, one of the functions of what Jesus does. He baptizes you with the Holy Spirit. There are a couple of reasons why he baptizes you with the Holy Spirit that I'll share with you. The first one, he says, I will not leave you orphans. Okay, I will send you the Holy Spirit. So the heart of Jesus, the heart of the Father, is that you not be alone and you don't suffer from rejection. And therefore, he says, just in case you're going to get scared, 
just in case you're going to think you're going to be alone, I am sending you the Holy Spirit. Okay, so that's one of the reasons why he baptizes. Second, he baptizes the Holy Spirit for us to have the power to rule over sin, to overcome sin. And thirdly, he baptizes you with the power or the Holy Spirit so that you would have the boldness and the power to spread the gospel, to evangelize, to speak about the kingdom of God. This is not a power trip. It's not something, oh, I'm going to get the Holy Spirit because it's the in thing and the funny thing. And I also want to speak in a funny language. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is meant for your benefit. Here's the thing I want you to understand. The Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit has got feelings and emotions. So I want you to just think for one second how it would feel if somebody only knew you for what they can get from you. They just want to use you. Would you go willing to the person like that? Would you? No, you won't. None of us will. None of us want to be used and abused or misused. Neither does the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not a thing. It's not something that splashes on people and gets all over people. That is you talking about a person that has feelings and emotions. The Holy Spirit is not some mystical magic wand. It is a person. So Jesus says, I will send you my Holy Spirit. So in another place he says, I'll send you my spirit. It's the spirit. The Holy Spirit is also the spirit of truth. If you, and this is where we have to differentiate between baptism and the indwelling. The question people have is, have I not received the Holy Spirit when I accepted Jesus? Yes, you have. You have. The minute you receive Jesus, the minute you do that, when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you receive the Holy Spirit to indwell you. All right? In Him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in Him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. Ephesians 1.13 the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption, Ephesians 4.30. Now that you are sealed as God's own with the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, God wants to equip you with power for the works of His service. Listen to this. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all over the world. That's Acts 1.9. So, when I get born again, when I become a Christian, when I surrender my life, not give something, but accept Jesus, when I receive Jesus into my life, the Holy Spirit come and dwells inside of me. That doesn't mean I'm baptized. It means I've got the indwelling Spirit of God on my inside. When I have that indwelling Spirit of God on my inside, I suddenly become aware of uh, wrong things in my life. You cannot walk around and be a habitual liar when the Spirit of Truth indwells you. It, it will automatically stop. You become aware of certain lifestyle issues that automatically stops because the Holy Spirit that is in you will start convicting you, will start, and, and we mustn't change 
our language to I have been offended by that rather than being I have been convicted about that because the Holy Spirit will convict you if you are dwelling and walking in the flesh you might feel offended but that's not the heart of God God doesn't want to offend you he might be offensive to the flesh he might be a stumbling block but his heart is to convict you why because he wants you to be transformed more into his image because you were made in his image in the old testament he says i am holy therefore you be holy you see he and the main thing is we think we can do it all on our own we think you know i can get this done i can i'm going to live a holy life and now i want to i want to please god and i'll show god how good and how strong and how clever and how oh so dandy i am Bap! you just failed the test because you want to add to the cross you and i cannot add to the completed work of the cross we can only receive what it's done we can only walk in that and in that God gives each one of us the ministry of reconciliation everyone has received this ministry the ministry of reconciliation what does that mean number one it is to reconcile yourself with yourself now that sounds funny but that means just self-acceptance it's to reconcile those that are far from God with God and to reconcile yourself with God and you need power to do that uh, you cannot change yourself you, you just forget about it many people have tried and changed themselves and they've uh, disciplined themselves into living a different lifestyle acting different and all that but it takes one little bump and that wind up little clock just goes boom and I do all those things which I didn't want to do I just keep on doing again you see, you can go train yourself to wake up at five o'clock. It takes a huge amount of self-discipline and determination. Does that sound like my yoke is easy and my burden is light? No, it doesn't sound. It sounds like work, 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 work. Yes, but I must take up my cross. Yes, you must take up your cross 100%. But this is what you can understand. That Jesus is the ox that pulls the wagon. He is the one that does the work. And he has given you the ministry of reconciliation. To live out that ministry, you and I need the Holy Spirit. You can go around and make friends and be peaceful and kind and share and it will exhaust you. Love your enemies and love your neighbor. It will exhaust you. Love the flock, love the children of God. It will exhaust you. Why? Because when you do it in your own power, it tires you. But when you do it in the power of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit does the work and it's actually a treat. It's fun. It is easy. To do that okay so in 2 corinthians 5 19 to 20 it says that god has made you an ambassador for the message of reconciliation so how do i receive the baptism of the holy spirit this is the next question you gotta ask yourself how am i gonna receive this if i have not been baptized what's gonna happen to me how is it going to feel is is my tongue gonna start jumping around in my mouth like something possessed la 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 no, 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 no. God is a gentleman. He is a gentleman. He does not force himself on anybody ever under any circumstances. 
what he does he looks for open hearts and he lures you into his chambers so the first thing is that you receive it through faith you must believe that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is something real and for this day and age and it is meant for you I you must believe that it is for all people now you can take what I say and that will not give you any faith because faith comes by the hearing of the Word of God you have to understand that you cannot have faith without hearing from the Word of God listen to what this for the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself Acts 239 so in this we have to understand that the Bible stipulates clearly clearly that the baptism of the Holy Spirit the gift is for everybody at all times that want that God calls to himself so has God called you has God called you to himself of course he has what father doesn't call his children? What father will neglect him? What father would say, no, I like this one, but I don't like that one. I like old um, Dean, but uh, no, Joe Marie, not you. Of course he loves you. Welcome, Joe Marie, George, Dean, and thank you for guys tuning in. So he loves you, so he wants you, so he calls you. So if you are called, okay, then um, it is for you. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is for you. Yet Paul writes, we need to desire these things. There's one place where desire is good. is when we desire spiritual gifts. The gift of the Holy Spirit, he brings the spiritual gifts with him. So the promise of the Holy Spirit, this, this is, you understand, this is a promise. If you can... I'm still waiting for the person that can show me the promise that God has made and not kept. Because in Jesus, every single promise is yea and amen. All right. And now I will send the Holy Spirit just as my father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes. This is Jesus talking after his resurrection and fills you with power from heaven. That is in Luke 24, verse 49. Hence, you'll be equipped with power to be a witness for Jesus. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You heard from me, for John the baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. That is Acts 1 verse 4 and 5 Jesus repeatedly confirms the promise of the Holy Spirit to his disciples John the Baptist loony John eating locust and wild honey John comes and he says can you see that guy and we, the, the Holy Spirit is descending on him he baptizes Jesus comes and he confirms it over and over Acts 2 verse 39 says the promise of God Baptism of the Holy Spirit is for you. It is for your children. 
It is for all who are afar off and everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. If you look at the incidences where people got baptized with the Holy Spirit, everybody got baptized. When the Holy Spirit came to the upper room, all of them, every single one got baptized in the Holy Spirit. It wasn't one that was left out. Later on, when Peter is out and about, and they hear about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, everybody gets baptized with the Holy Spirit. Not just one, everybody. No one left out. So, the, the Holy Spirit changed the way He operates. Did He change who He is and how He operates? No, He's still the same. He still baptizes. It is for everybody. Whether you feel like it or not, it is for you. It hasn't stopped. It hasn't stopped at all. Two practical ways you can receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit you can receive through faith and the laying on of hands. Here's the thing. You have to believe. You have to believe that the Word of God promises this. You have to believe that Jesus still does it. You have to believe it is for you. You have to believe that. Otherwise, it won't happen. It's like, no. It won't happen because he will not force himself. God is pleased by faith. Faith makes him sit up straight. Faith makes him take notice of you. It's when I have faith that I am pleasing. How do I get faith? I read the word. I hear the word. I meditate on the word. I speak the word. That's when I start applying my faith. I am baptized with the Holy Spirit. I believe baptism of the Holy Spirit is for me. I'm hungry for this. Holy Spirit, please baptize me. Holy Spirit, please come upon me. Holy Spirit, I am open for you. My heart is open for you. And then through a prayer of faith on your own. So one is by the laying on of hands. Somebody comes, they pray with you, and they lay their hands on you. And the other is by your own faith. By your own faith, the laying on of hands. But when they believed Philip as he preached the good news about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Acts 8.12 Another example. Now when the apostles... At Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God. They sent to them Peter and John, who came down and prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For he had not yet fallen on any of them. I want you to see that the word there is he. Not it. He. But they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they, that is Peter and John, laid their hands on them and they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Acts 8, 14 to 17. Two different baptisms. One in water in the name of Jesus and the second, the Holy Spirit. Can you see that this is for everybody? Through our own faith, while Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the word. So basically, it says that if you have not been baptized and you're hearing what I'm saying to you now, Jesus can, if you believe, baptize you with the Holy Spirit right now. Nothing hinders him. Remember, he's omnipotent. 
He's omnipresent and he's omniscient. Omnipotent, he has got all the power. Omniscient, he has got the knowledge of everything. And omnipresent, he is everywhere. He's everywhere. So where you are sitting, he listens, he's there. If you apply your faith, if you say there, Jesus, please baptize me with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, please baptize me come upon me i am completely open nothing will stop him it's only your faith it's only your faith okay but i believe carry on believing carry on saying until it happens don't give up if we had to give up every time something doesn't happen the first time everybody will be poor if you go ask a farmer they'll give up if they give up first time there's a drought they'll be ruined if you speak to the right brothers the first time they couldn't fly, if they gave up, we wouldn't have planes today. Thomas Edison with the light, 2,000, well, 1,999 times he failed. This is how it doesn't work. If he gave up after the first time or the 10th time, it wouldn't be there. It wouldn't get there. However, however, if you keep on, you are actually confirming that you can have. What can I expect to happen when the Lord Jesus baptizes me with the Holy Spirit? If you believe that you have been baptized with the Holy Spirit, you will start speaking in tongues, other languages. Now, I've read books and I've heard church organizations that um, say it's gibberish. Well, it's because you don't understand it. It might sound like gibberish. And that doesn't take what the Bible says away. Your and my opinion don't count. The Word of God stands. It remains standing. They, the, the following signs will appear to those who believe. They will speak in new languages. Mark 16, 17. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. Acts 2, 4. Then when Paul laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them and they spoke in other tongues and prophesied. Acts 19, 6. You see, do all people speak in tongues? And this is where you have to get the difference. You have to get the difference between the different uh, functions or how the Holy Spirit expresses Himself. Number one, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is always, always, always accompanied with the speaking of different languages or in tongues. However, that's not the only thing. There's a difference between the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the various ministries of spiritual gifts within the congregation. And God has appointed in the church various kinds of tongues. This is different. Don't get confused. It's not difficult. 1 Corinthians 12, 28 to 31 is talking about the different gifts this ministries of the spiritual gifts and one of them is tongues and interpretation of tongues that is not being baptized in the the, the the holy spirit and speaking in your tongue therefore although not everyone can minister in tongues in a congregational or wherever everyone can receive the baptism of the holy spirit and receive a personal prayer language your prayer language in tongues is different from the public ministry of tongues in the church first corinthians 12 11 
Your prayer language is your personal communication with God. 1 Corinthians 4, 2. So this is not difficult. Uh, you know, people get all twisted about this. Hello, Peter. Shout out to Peter the toy over there. Would I like to see you, Peter? Yeah, you are now ready to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. If you understand this, if you understand that speaking in tongues, and I want to say this to you, I want you to get this in your mind, in your mind, just, just get this. It is not like something is going to possess your tongue and it's going to start flapping around in your mouth uncontrollably and your eyes are going to roll over and you're going to start foaming. That is not what it is. There's an app. Absolutely nothing to be scared of. Why? Because of the character of Jesus. It is His Holy Spirit. The character of Jesus is gentle and is kind and is loving. Whom you can trust. Whom, with whom you are completely 100% safe. That's why you don't have to be scared. That's why He waits for you to participate. Hello, Franny. He waits for you. He's waiting for you to open up. He is kind and gentle in this. So he wants you to cooperate with him. And there will be, and the inside of you, a word will rise up. If you don't speak it, it's not going to happen. If you're going to think, well, I'm making this up, you're not acting in faith. You're not that clever to make it up, by the way. You're not. None of us are. We're going to make up this word. No, 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 no. You're not that clever. It will rise up from the inside of you. It won't come from your mind because God is spirit and he speaks to your spirit. And baptism happens in your spirit. It comes from the inside of you. It will rise up and then it will go to your mind and there would be this, hey, I need to say something. This needs to come out. It's, you can't shut it up or you can if you want to. Of course you can. The gifts of the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Self-control is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So you can't tell me I can't control the Holy Spirit. Then you say he's overriding your free will. That's demonic. He will never override your free will. What nonsense is that? He loves you and he only cooperates when you cooperate. He will never, ever, ever force himself. Never. I don't see the Holy Spirit taking people by the collar and drag them over to somebody by the, you know, and say, take their hands, slap them on the forehead and say, pray. He doesn't do that. That's not how he is. He says gently, can you see that lady over there? Can you see she is walking funny? Would you please go pray for her? I want you to go pray for her. I want to heal her. And you've got a choice. Yes, I am or no, I'm not. He's not going to force himself. You see, this is what you understand. God doesn't have to prove himself ever. Ever. That's why he doesn't jump up and down when the world goes mad. He doesn't have to prove himself. He is self-sustaining, self-existing, completing himself. He doesn't even need worship. He doesn't need thousands and thousands of angels to worship him. He doesn't need you and I to worship him. Oh, but he wants you. He desires you. He loves you. He cares for you. He wants to empower you. 
And when you are ready, when you are serious, he says, oh, I see faith. The Bible says God looks to and fro on the earth seeking faith. The Bible says when he comes, will he find faith? Do you understand that Abraham pleased God because of faith, hearing the word of God and believing God for it. So if you want to receive the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you must remember it is a gift from God and you cannot earn it or deserve it. That's Acts 8.12. You can't twist God's arm with good behavior and many days of this and many days of that and reading your Bible and memorizing chapter after chapter and feeding all the poor and, you know, looking after all the stray dogs and, you know, go with Greenpeace and protect all the animals and see, Lord, see, Lord. I deserve it. No, 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 no. It's a gift, like you decide to buy your child or your parent a gift. Out of the goodness of your heart, you do that. God's heart is so good towards you, okay? And He wants to give it to you. Because it's a gift, you can only believe that you will receive it. Let's see, it's like that Christmas list the boys make, or the kids make. What do you want for Christmas? You guys remember that? You make a list, you know, I want the this and the this and the this, but what do you really want? You're like the biggest one. You write it from a three lanes big. I want a radio control car. Your whole heart, everything for Christmas. Come that Christmas morning or evening or however your family did it, you go sit there by that tree and you waiting, and you eyeing, you know, you're not allowed to go look at the names on it. You're like eyeing a picture, a present that, that 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 must be it. That must be the radio control car. Or that must be that doll that you wanted. Your whole heart is for that thing. And when they pick up that gift and they read it out and it's your name, what's going on, on the inside? You are like, yes, I am getting it. You know, I hope your dad's not a practical joker because God ain't. You know, he might give you a practical joke, open up and get a wood case inside. It's not the radio control car. But God's not like that. He's not devious like that. He's only good. God, the scripture says, He is light and in Him there is no darkness. There's only good in His heart. Only good in His heart. Yeah, but what about all the bad things in the Bible where God punished? Well, we're not in that dispensation now. In the Old Testament, God had to treat people according to the law. Now He treats them according to His heart. So he's not, we're not in that dispensation. We're in the dispensation of grace. Yes, that dispensation is going to end. I hope that you and yours, your family, your friends, your circle are then saved so that you will not go in to stand in front of the judgment of God. I just always, it always baffles me when people are so arrogant and say, don't you judge me, only God can judge me. It's like, dude, do you know what you're saying? Do you understand what you're saying when you say, only God can judge me? You want to stand in front of a righteous God and say, judge me? You fool! Can't do that! Never, 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 never! I'd rather you judge me and ask God for mercy. Please, Lord, don't judge me. Have mercy on me. So because it's a gift, you can only believe 
that you will receive it. And these signs will accompany those that. So if you allow, I'm going to close off this um, podcast by praying with you and just explain a bit of a prayer for you before we pray that because where you are you can receive you know you might be baptized with the holy spirit already but you're hungry for more there's more capacity inside of you listen to this jesus comes and he chases out a demon from a guy and he says uh what's your name he says my name is legion for we are many so legion is about one thousand uh, it's 5,000. It's actually 5,000. Legion means 5,000, not 1,000, 5,000. If you go look at the Roman army and the Roman time. So this thing is, my name is Legion for we are many. So let's be conservative. Between 1,000 and 5,000 demons inside of that guy could not, listen, could not satisfy his spiritual capacity. It could not. Because when he saw Jesus, he ran to him. There's something bigger and more. The capacity inside of you for the Holy Spirit is enormous. So you might, you might be hungry for the Holy Spirit. You might be baptized and say, listen, but I want more. God can and He wants to and He will. He will fill you up with more. He says, if you hunger and thirst, you will be filled. He's talking about righteousness. But he says, if you believe in me, if you know who this is, you will ask of me and I will give you living waters that will run out of you. So God wants to fill you up. So the first thing you need to do is, there's a confession that you can do. And I want you to just sit there. Just, just sit there for one second um, and allow, allow the Holy Spirit. Because it's not me, I can't do it. It's Jesus that baptizes. Allow the Holy Spirit Say, Holy Spirit, these signs will accompany me because I believe in Jesus' name. I will speak in new tongues. Faith comes by the hearing, Lord, and the hearing of your word. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks of an egg, we'll give him a scorpion. If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give you the Holy Spirit because you ask him? Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus to baptize me with the Holy Spirit. Jesus, I know that you are the baptizer with the Holy Spirit and that it is a gift. In faith, I now lift up my hands to you. And by faith, I receive the gift. I want you to see this gift. Receive it. Receive it. There might be a word in the inside. Just say it. You alone there where you are. Maybe you've loved ones, people that you're comfortable with. Say it. Say what's in your heart. Just speak it. God's not going to force you. Lord, we thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, thank you that you are so kind and so gentle. 
that you freely give. But tonight you give to each one listening. Or maybe to people that are listening to the podcast afterwards. Don't try to think it out. Remember, you cannot mentally think out words because the words will come from your spirit. The Holy Spirit will use your mouth, your vocal cords, and as you choose to speak in faith, the tongues will come. You know what? And if it's one by one, that's okay. One word at a time. Babies talk like that, don't they? Some of your moms, when your baby speaks for the first time and says, Mama or Papa, my child said no. First word, no, no. What do you do? You celebrate. You are so happy for them. The same with God. He is so kind and he, he loves you so much. So when you start speaking in tongues, when that one word stumbles across your lips and it takes every ounce of faith, I want you to see Heavenly Father jump up and down with joy. So my son or my girl is talking in her heavenly language, in her prayer. We have got a secret communication that only I can understand. Now that you've received this, now that you've done this, what do I do with this? You have to practice it. Even if it's one word, you have to practice it. You have to constantly tap into that. God will build up your spirit. People are scared of COVID. People are scared of dying. In the 1900s, with the big black plague, John G. Lake said, put that on my hands. And he prayed in tongues and the thing died. They would put probes on him and he would pray in tongues and they couldn't believe what happens to this man's body. They would put probes on his brain and when he speaks in tongues his brain activity goes down because from the spirit no need to be afraid of any disease when you baptize the holy spirit you speak you have the faith have the faith you need to hear that god still heals if he can stop snakes from biting five million jews in the desert when they only looked on a copper serpent on a cross then he can do this he can don't fear you see the spirit of god is the spirit of truth and romans 5 says he pours out the holy spirit he pours out the love of god in our hearts and that love displaces fear so maybe that's a reason you need because you're fearful and scared and worried concerned holy spirit i need you i need you to baptize me i need you to fill me with the love of god come displace this fear because perfect love casts out fear this is the naked pastor here's your naked truth for tonight god still baptizes with the holy spirit people still speak in tongues whether they believe it or not he still does it and it is for everyone good night
Thank you for joining. God bless you.